Why did I miss dailies? Has my passion for Isaac faded? No, it was my birthday. <laughs> I turned 30 years old. I'm not sure if you've noticed. I mentioned it a couple of times. Uh, 30 it has been good to me so far. My birthday was surprisingly busy. We had a, a trade-off lunch. What's the trade-off lunch? My uh, in-laws bought me lunch. However, we had to drive like 35 minutes out to their town to get it. So that by itself is, don't get me wrong, by the way, beautiful lunch. However, it was like a 70-minute plus eating excursion. It was great, though. It was like, not really traditional Korean food, but Korean food nonetheless. Then I came back, did the NLSS. After the NLSS, I had a phone call with my mom. She was like, I'm very proud of you, and now you're old. And I was like, I know. I've felt that way inside for a while now. So it's like, it's nice that my... I've lost that cognitive dissonance between my brain and my body. And then we went out for a delicious dinner. I had uh, a, a fantastic time. Came home at like 9 p.m. Fell asleep watching Christmas with the Cranks on the couch. Okay, it turns out when you put it that way, it's not really that busy. It's a lot of like driving and eating. I got to tell you, I had a, it was an excellent dinner. Kate posted some pictures on Twitter. It was uh, some charcuterie. You can go see it for yourself. Bone marrow? It was a veal bone? And I, I'm still trying to eat less meat, by the way. But your boy went all out. You only turned 30 once, he said, as the planet died around it. But anyway, that's not relevant today, because that won't happen until at least, like, 2050. Um, some bone marrow and a, the home-baked sourdough bread. Not in my home, but in the home of the restaurant. Cheese ravioli and a 40-day aged ribeye steak along with the dessert that I don't know. It's like some chai ice cream and a donut that I have to be honest. I mean, it wasn't really a donut. It was more like a donut hole for one. But then beyond that, the dinner was fantastic. The dessert was good. But I was also like, you know, there's better donuts. I like what you're doing here. You do it. They were like, this is our feature dessert. I never order dessert. So whenever I get served dessert at a restaurant, it's a surprise. Um... So when they came out with the dessert with one single birthday candle in it, I went, yo, this is nice. What a gesture. However, I was also like, maybe stick to the meats. Just just bring me another meat luge, please. I'm just warning you, I can feel it bubbling deep within me, much like my gut bubbled after a dinner that was way too high fat. I'm not saying fat is bad for you, I just mean like from an anaerobic digestion standpoint, my gut was not built to, to tolerate you know, an appetizer that consisted exclusively of bone marrow. It was delicious. I would do it again. But you know, I got that uh, trigenarian. How does that work? <laughs> you know, if you're 80, you're an octogenarian. If you're 70, you're a septogenarian. What are you if you're 30? You don't. There, there's no. Uh, there's no word for it that I can think of. I don't know what the Greek prefix for it is. Let's put it that way. That was not the best use of my time. I don't mean my time as far as my life goes. You know, I've recognized that, you know, that's, uh, we're working on borrowed time to begin with, right? Ray Kurzweil might make it to the singularity. I'm like 50-50 on my own chances. You know what weirds me out? So, um, I'm not, I'm definitely not one of those people that fetishizes, uh, the company Tesla. You know, I am one of those people, when I see a Tesla driving around, which happens all the time here, um, I go like, well, that's a nice car. Especially the, I'm not a car guy at all, but I'm like, dude, an electric car that looks that cool, that's a cool thing for planet Earth to have. I recognize the problems with Elon Musk. Trust me, when, when it was just labor violations, I was like sweeping under the rug. But now that he tweets dumb stuff like every two days, I'm like, 
get him out. Somebody pull him. Um, but I always see, like, people will make these posts. There, I didn't realize there's, like, a, uh, there's people that, and I'm trying to think, they treat, like, the company of Tesla as a religion, and I only started to realize it perhaps, uh, I mean, even yesterday. Somebody made a post that was like, check it out. You can drive the Tesla remotely now to some extent, so it was like, you can have your Tesla pick you up short distances, but pretty soon you'll be able to have it pick you up anywhere. And then there were like four people in the replies that were like, wow, Elon, like, first you let us drive our car with our phones, pretty soon you're gonna let us upload our brains to the cloud. And I'm like, really? That's what you get from that? The fact that there's an app on your phone that lets you hit forward or reverse? You jump- oh, sorry, Bumbo, that's totally my bad. You jump straight from that to, pretty soon I'm gonna live forever? I don't know, man, like, I couldn't, as of right now, make the app that makes your phone, you know, tell your car to drive forward or reverse. But I think if you gave me access to the API of the car, it's pretty simple. It's just two buttons. Now, eternal life, I don't know, man. What kind of protocol does our brain work on? We just plug a USB stick in there, download our consciousness as an Og Vorbis file. I just love saying Og Vorbis is really what that came down to. By the way, so that, that bit fizzled, but we're still just trying to focus on... Hey! Starting to get a little... Aggravated's not the right word. I'm, I'm making a real um, attempt to mellow out as I've gotten older. Might surprise you, given the kind of character I play on the NLSS. Um... Not really, or at least I don't aspire to be like an angry person in real life, you know? In the end of the, or at the end of the day, is it really that big of an annoyance to have to tell my friends how to join a lobby in a video game that we've played together 200 times before? No. I could take a deep breath. I'll probably live longer and, ha and be happier. Just count to 10 and be like, is it worth it? <laughs> but it's going to be a learning exercise. So I'm practicing by myself right now in Isaac. What am I thinking in Isaac? Well, I'm thinking, you know, I got a bad run or a run where things are not going necessarily exactly as I'd like. What can we do about it? Nothing. Exactly. So what, what are we going to do? Just try to relax, you know, have a good time. Welcome to paradise. Bit of a deep cut reference to the avalanches since I left you. Not Frontier Psychiatrist, I mean specifically the track since I left you. Did you see, there was a post on my subreddit. You know, YouTube auto-derives uh, subtitles for videos through, uh, like, speech-to-text. They, they inserted an F-word on my speech-to-text. <laughs> when I know, I haven't said an F-word in an Isaac video since, like, 2014, probably. They're coming in here trying to be like, this guy's saying F-words even when he's not saying F-words. I would never. I don't think it actually affected, like, the status of the video. I'm just saying. I really look at that as, as kind of, uh, well, you know, everybody's getting older, right? Except Benjamin Button, but I haven't heard much about the new documentary about him. He's still going? Still AJ? Is he a quark now? A glue-on? What I was going to say is, you know, as I get older, for now, I should need less help. As my parents get older, they should need more help. Even in my 20s, I wouldn't say it was a close bounce. Definitely, like, when you're 0 to 9, you're getting a thousand times more out of your parents than they're getting out of you. And I know they're getting, like, fulfillment. But I just mean, like, in terms of material and, and help and et cetera, et cetera. Advice, life lessons, no doubt. 
you know, from 10 to 19, you're still getting way more out of your parents, probably. The average person, at least. Um, but, you know, you're cutting the lawn, maybe doing some vacuuming. You get the idea. Now, 20 to 29, you get a little bit, it starts to tilt it a little bit more, you know. Maybe your parents need some sort of financial help. Maybe your parents need, you know, you're starting to make your own money, maybe. Or maybe your parents own 12 houses, you know, and they're like, hey, could you get the leases signed? You know, maybe they're fat cats. I don't know. Maybe they're letting you live with them rent-free. Generations are all screwed up now as a result of this uh, economic bubble we found ourselves in. And people, Ray Kurzweil doing his job until he's 85, not opening up an entry-level position for the people that are coming in behind him. Anyway, I'm just saying, you know, you're helping him move. You know, you're taking them out to nice dinners maybe once every two times instead of them literally paying for all of your food for the sum total of your existence prior to that point. You get the idea. I'm thinking that 30 to 39, my parents are going to be uh, mid-50s to mid-60s. That's where I'm going to hopefully the balance will be tipped in my favor. Now, it depends on your family as well. My parents have got their stuff together. They don't need much help. I might even be a hindrance uh if I tried to help them too much, but eventually it's going to tilt. Maybe it'll be 40, but it's time to give back. Let's see what Joshua says on Discord. All I can see is got un. I'm going to say is got an email. Got an email. Oh, I see. Josh is, he's playing in dockets. He's a docket making superstar. I'm going to level with you. I'm not going to give you power rankings for who's the best at making the docket because it would be disrespectful. However, Josh is close to the top. I'll, I'll tell you that one because it's exclusively flattering. It's Thursday, and my dude's already trying to plan the Monday docket. I appreciate that. Now, I don't want to play what he suggested, but we can talk about it. There's a lot of games that we've played on the show I haven't wanted to play, and they've turned out fantastically. I'd rather play something at least one person's excited about, I guess. Even if that person is not me. Anyway. I was talking about it on the show yesterday, but I, I genuinely, despite talking about it, the reason I talk about it so much is because there's not that much else going on in my life, and I'm self-conscious about the amount of Java that I've talked about recently. That exam happens tomorrow, so finally I will be free of the Java arc. Either way, um, I, I don't. It, it doesn't weigh on me to turn 30. If anything, it's kind of nice to be the start of a, a new decade. It's the first decade I've really been cognizant of, of it being like a different time period in my life. Turning 20, I was just like, ah, you know, the fact that I'm in college supersedes the fact that I'm in my 20s for now. And then by the time I was out of college, I was like 22 or 21, turning 22 pretty soon. And I was like, well, now it's, you know, you, you got other things going on. Now I'm turning 30. That's like a deliberate thing. I was telling Kate, like, I can remember my 10th birthday. I don't remember much of the day, but I remember my parents were like, what do you want for dinner? And I was like, chicken fingers and curly fries. And they were like, this is the greatest kid ever. That's like $4. So I had I had chicken fingers and curly fries. And it was uh, it was a beautiful experience. And then they were like, you're in your double digits now. And I was like, eh, whatever. Call me when I reach triple digits. 20th birthday, no memory whatsoever. <laughs> Actually, no memory whatsoever. I don't even... Like, given I was doing, like, some deduction, it was like forensic files, I was like, given the time in my life, probably me and my roommates just got super drunk. But it's also possible that that didn't happen. Maybe it was a nice stay-at-home night. I honestly can't tell you for certain. But again, you kind of stumble into your 20s. You got other stuff on the go. 
You know how I know I'm in my 30s? After we ate the bone marrow last night, the server was like, Hey, for $3, we'll give you a shot of sherry. And you can do the shot of sherry out of the luge you created when you scraped the marrow out of the bone. Do you want to do that? And I said, no. What? <laughs> I believe that it's good. I didn't say no like I'm too old for that. I just said no, nah, like, you know, nah, yeah, let the kid. I don't want to drink all the sherry before the kids can have it, you know? So that sounds like fun, but not maybe tomorrow. It never even crossed my mind. I if I can live my entire life without drinking alcohol out of something called a luge, I'll, I won't consider it to be a miss. I won't, I won't necessarily be like, eh, check it out, St. Peter. All these other heathens, they were doing the Smirnoff vodka luge. Meanwhile, I was studying the blade. Um, but I might be like, hey, check it out. No luges here, buddy. If anything, I think I have an unfair advantage in dailies because I have an audience watching. It's like telling your coworkers you're planning to lose weight, right? You can't, well, feel good about coming into the office six months from now and looking exactly the same. Because you're kind of like publicly admitting that you didn't follow through with that. So, you know, shame is a powerful motivator. The fact that I'm being watched here means that when the run starts to go, uh, you know, a little sideways, it's very unbecoming of me to be like, I give up, you know? So instead, I'm kind of forced to stick with it. Sometimes you stick with it long enough, and it ends up coming around, you know, into something a little bit more, a little bit more conducive towards success. So, maybe, maybe you guys have allowed me to do okay today. Anyway, sorry, I'm still, I'm, I'm relearning how to speak after, uh, I mean, really from the hours, I would say of about 7 p.m. until 9 a.m., I only speak... Uh, baby. So, it, it doesn't necessarily mean I do baby talk. Like, I, I really don't do, like, oh, goo goo gaga. But you still, you take a, you don't speak to your baby the same way you speak to, uh, well, really anybody else on planet Earth, right? Even to other babies. You see another baby, you're like, hey, baby, what's up? You see your baby, you're like, hey, baby, what's up? So, I gotta, I gotta switch, uh, you know how, uh, Nate Dog said, I laid all them busters down. I let my gad explode. Now I'm switching my mind back into freak mode. That's what you kind of got to do um, when it comes to learning how to speak to adults or at least toward adults again. Because I'm not really speaking to adults, but I'm speaking in the general direction of people who I assume are at least a little bit older than your average infant. Um, but uh, judging by the comments, you don't always know. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, you can tell that they're 12. Um, I'm joking! Okay, come on. It, everything's all well and good. You can be insanely toxic to people when they're not listening. I see the stuff y'all write about other people in your private discords and dragging out the guillotine and stuff like that. As soon as somebody makes a joke at your expense, you're like, hey, NL, that's not okay. People are hurting. That's why I'm trying to make you laugh, Okay. So I'm I'm gonna go all out here, dude. So I'm gonna I'm gonna smelt left hand. I'm gonna I'm gonna smelt everything. I'm gonna turn it into you like you ever eat Skittles and and you can eat them like one at a time and actually savor the flavor, or you could eat them like in one big handful so it just becomes like a a, a brown corn syrup mess. Um, 
yeah, we're we're just gonna turn this like we're gonna have no character when it comes to our uh when it comes to what trinkets we have, we're just gonna mash different effects together uh, until we have so many that we can no longer determine the cause of things that happen on the run. And I think that could be a fun time. We don't really care for Brother Bobby. It's, it's quite frankly, it's a little insulting that Brother Bobby is still, uh, in 2020, considered a deal with the devil item. Just my two cents. I'm not trying to uh, ruffle any feathers. You know, for every item out there that you think is bad, there are at least a couple people on Earth who it's their favorite item. You know, like Marge Simpson. Why Why would Brother Bobby be anyone's favorite item? I don't know, I just think they're neat. Sometimes I can be guilty of embracing the meme a little bit too hard. It is, you know, like there's the VH1 show behind the music, and then there's the show on the Northern Lion Television Network. Embracing the meme. Embracing the meme. How I learned to stop... Uh, crying and love the pot play. Get it? Anyway, I forgot what I was talking about. It's been a, it's been a good week. It's only Tuesday. It's a, it's a busy week as always. I always think it's you know a little bit more of a low-key week this week, and then it just piles on. But um, I, I pile it on myself. It's crazy to me. I know I talked about it. You know, I, I love that feeling of like a cozy December where you're, you know, chestnuts. You, you get the idea. That's how you don't get DMCA'd. I, eventually, quantum supercomputing is gonna make it so, like, as soon as you upload a video to YouTube, in, like, a fraction of a fraction of a picosecond, it's gonna have complete, like, machine learning generated metadata, an entire script of what you said in the video, so the only way to uh, still sing while defending yourself against the vagaries of DMCA is to uh, never match the pitch, which has not been a problem for me, obviously. Um, and then secondarily, also don't match any of the lyrics. Now that's been more of a problem because I do I do sometimes like to flex. <laughs> uh, um, oh my god! Holy mantle! What if we started pronouncing Holy Mantle like you pronounce Howie Mandel? Or if you... <laughs> let me... let's flip that on its head. What if you started calling Howie Mandel Howie Mandel? Oh, Ermagerd, it's my favorite Germsher, Hurst and Stern up comedian, Howie Mander. Oh no, NL, please stop. He's getting too powerful. <laughs> I do, I, I've been trying to surface uh, ancient memes, like like the old ones from H.P. Lovecraft's uh, works. Um, because it makes people cringe, but also because I think it makes people laugh. And that's really the kind of energy that I'm trying to bring to planet Earth. Um, just in general, for my whole life. Like, hey, you wanna feel old? The Irma Gerd Goosebumps lady is now the uh, Attorney General of the United States. Lurders and journalmen of the jury. <laughs> we're gurmagird, we're gathered her to dare to dispute the jurisprudence of the dirt. I'm telling you, it's a good bit. Just because you don't appreciate it doesn't mean it's not a good bit. I wonder what Irma Gerd lady's up to. That was kind of a wholesome meme. Like, I get that the meme is at her expense, don't get me wrong, but it's like lightly at her expense, you know? 
Like, there's, there's memes people use willy-nilly that are much more at the expense of the person pictured. Like, anytime you see a meme of a, you know, a guy who looks like a huge nerd wearing a fedora, you might use the picture to make fun of somebody who's behaving badly, but the person in the picture probably wouldn't feel that great about it. Which is, you know, you, and I'm not going to say you take the good with the bad because it's not for me to decide. All I'm saying is if we're talking about, like, ethical, ethical consumption of comedy, you know, you got to consider stuff like that from time to time. Or maybe you don't. Um, that's, that's really up to you and me, but, but to you as well. But, I mean, the, it was, like, lightly at her expense. You know, she's holding Goosebumps books. She looks excited. And she has some orthodontic, you know, equipment on. I think everybody can teleport themselves back to that age of your youth. You know, the, I, when I look at, like, photos of myself from when I'm in, like, 8th grade, I'm not like, oh, nothing to make fun of here. <laughs> like, I, when I was, like, 13, I looked um, basically like Mitch McConnell. I, I'm not going to say that you're necessarily looking at, like, an incredible stud in front of you today, mostly because the camera's off, but um, on top of that, you know, there is the fact that, you, you know, baldness at 19 is a little bit rare. Um... And again, if you're like, hey, NL, screw you, I'm 18 and I'm already going bald. Yeah, we're in the same boat, dummy. You don't, you don't get to steal my valor over that. I just already went through it. You're just in the midst right now. It's like that Jimmy Eat World song. But anyway, I was 13 years old looking like a seven-term American senator from the Midwest. I don't know why that matters, but... Um, and I was like, why don't girls like me as much as they like the, the guy who's really good at soccer? Does, don't they know I'm gonna work for Microsoft one day? You know, is there's, there's plenty of stuff to make fun of there. That's what, I, I have a, a fairly simple rule. Maybe it's, I have many simple rules. Let's say eight simple rules for humor. Um, and that's a completely original thought. Um, I think, I'm, I'm not going to say you should be able to laugh at everything. I think that that, um, I, I mean, I find a lot of things funny. But I also don't think that that makes me the arbiter of, like, you can laugh at this, you can't laugh at that. You know, if you have some trauma in your life and somebody cracks a joke about it, I don't necessarily think that, you know you're a baby for being like, that's not funny. I, I think, you know, you got to speak from personal experience. But however, here's what I will say. I also think, like, wait, well, let me put it this way. Like, when I, when I was like a teenager, right? You know, I grew up in a upper middle class, uh, safe household with like two parents that were always around and, and very supportive. And then I would be like, I don't understand why people get offended about anything. Yes, yeah, because my life is like <laughs> insanely easy. <laughs> not, I'm, I'm not one of those guys who's like, you know, people should be offended by everything either. Quite the opposite. And, and you know, from the stuff that we, uh, you know, talk about on our show from time to time, I think that that should be readily apparent that we, we do kind of toe the line, but we try to do it in a way that's, you know, not mean spirited. It is instead, you know, just like, hey, we can at least crack a joke about everything as long as we do it uh, with good faith, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Um, but yeah, of course I wasn't offended by anything, you know? Yeah, when you're, uh, you know, 12, you can make a joke about, oh, you know, the... I, I don't want to even say, not because it's, like, insanely exp uh, offensive, but mostly because Google DeepMind would probably be like, uh, why are you talking about that in a... in a you know, video about video games. When you're 12 years old, you can make a joke about anything. And you're like, I don't understand why people would be offended. Yeah, well, I, I can, because, like, you didn't live through a dummy. You're 12. 
course you're not offended. You had nothing. You, have, you haven't done anything. <laughs> anyway, suffice it to say, what, where, where was I going with this one? Like, where was this going? Well, I think you can crack a joke about anything to an extent, as long as you acknowledge that when people crack a joke at your expense, if you get really uppity about it, it makes you look like a big baby. That's that's my two cents on the subject. Like, there are, there's a lot of people out there, especially online, who spend, like, a disproportionate amount of time, I would say, cracking jokes uh, at marginalized person's expense. And then when somebody cracks a joke about, you know, something that they're interested in, like Warhammer 40k, for example, um, all of a sudden it's like, hey man, some things are sacred. <laughs> Why can't we all just get along? And I'm like, dude, I saw you say some, like, vile stuff earlier. Yeah, but that was like that but that was like a joke and now you're going why can't you just let people enjoy things? Anyway, so I'm like, you know, if you're of the opinion that almost all of it's fair game, then then it's got to be, you know, fair game in in all directions if that makes sense. I always I mean, I, you got to acknowledge that on social media, I really think that social media would be better if you had to have, like, I'm just saying if you're under the age of 18 on Twitter, they should have just, like, a little badge that's, like, they're on a kid's account or something like that. Because the, the amount of arguments you see where you're like, are there actually people like this? Or is this just, like, seven 15-year-olds arguing back and forth across a bunch of sock puppet accounts? Like, there was a tweet that I saw maybe, like, a month ago. And it was, like, guys' apartments really look like this, and they feel like it's okay. And it was just, like, a picture of, like, a PS4 sitting on the floor, and then a TV sitting on top of, like, an old pizza box or something like that. And then, like, so many... Like, it's a joke that I actually think the spirit of the joke is pretty funny. I've said many times, you know, if I... Uh, were unmarried, my apartment would look like a serial killer's apartment. It would be, like, white walls, uh, hardwood floor, and, like, there wouldn't even be a sofa. You know, and the, the living room would just be, like, an open space. The bedroom would have a bed. It probably wouldn't even have an end table. You know, it, it would be, uh... It would be very Spartan, let's put it that way. But not in, like, the Leonidas sort of way. In, like, the, it, you know, furnish like a jail cell sort of way. Uh, but so many of the replies were like, I don't think it's okay to make fun of uh, the way that men decorate their apartments. I mean, you don't see me going like girls decorate their apartments like this. And, you know, it's uh, like a picture of like 17 live, laugh, love pillows and stuff like that. You don't see me making fun of uh, women who put 900 pillows on their bed. Like, why do we even need that many? And I'm like, you, you need to talk to a therapist like 10 years ago. It's just a joke. I don't understand, like, how... And I don't, I don't think this is this person is representative of any kind of, like, majority. But either way, I'm just like, man, you... Like, you think that you got offended by the joke, but what the joke really did, it was like... It, it, it was like lemon juice on the invisible ink of the problems with, you know, that you have with yourself. <laughs> it revealed a certain sensitivity that you have, which is like... You know, if a, if a guy makes fun of me, that's cool, because we're just the boys. But if a woman makes fun of me, oh, I'm, I'm going to give all of my thoughts on this subject. Like, she, how dare she? And this is not to say, you know, th that people should be um, more sensitive. It's, it's quite the opposite. I'm just, I'm always surprised that 
I'll see people online be like, ah, political correctness has gone mad, and then somebody pokes fun innocently at one of their interests, and they're like, nah, that's it, I'm going off. I mean, I've been, like, I say things on my show that are, you know, offensive to people, and then when people are like, ah, NL, you look tired today, I'm like, how dare you? You know, and I get it, it's way easier to be offended by stuff that's, like, about you. What you gotta do is swallow your pride, and then instead of, like, openly being upset about it, you just plan your revenge. And then, you know, hopefully, you're, by the time, you know, you've come up with, like, a good plan, you're like, ah, it's not that big of a deal, actually, we'll just stay friends. <laughs> you fantasize about the revenge. Not, not like a violent revenge, by the way. Just like, you know, I'm gonna, how dare you make fun of me, I'm gonna get a hair transplant, and then you'll be sorry. And then, you know, you, you go to sleep and you wake up, and you're like, eh, actually, it's not that big of a deal. I also, I will admit... I'm probably, like, one of the easiest people to make laugh. Multiple times in my life, well, like, not even multiple times, like, in the single digits. Like, oftentimes in my life, I laugh at things that I think people mean as being funny, and then they didn't actually mean it as funny, it's just a statement of fact that I find funny. I, like, I, I don't necessarily think I'm hilarious. And then I, this is where I leave a pause for you to be like, uh, <laughs> excuse me, come on. You're like, yeah, yeah, you're right, I do think I'm hilarious. I got a problem with self-image. But I think I find, like, a lot of stuff hilarious. Like, I'm, so I've, I've mentioned this before, like, I'm, I'm just a little, I'm a little weird. I'm a little idiosyncratic, right? And I, not even in a way, like, you know, holds up Spork to Penguin of Doom. But, like, you know, I've been trying to get more into investing, so I've been watching Bloomberg News. Um, I know, you're like, oh, geez, Mr. Cool Guy, stop flexing, Bloomberg News, whoa, is this, uh, <laughs> yeah, anyway, I don't know what the joke is there, the joke is that it's not cool, like, it's stodgy, but either way, like, I can't focus on what they're saying in Bloomberg News, they're like, oh, the uranium market is hot, it's a limited resource that, yes, but copper's had a bit too much of our, you know, I can't focus on it, because instead, I'm just, like, constantly uh, amused by the fact that Bloomberg News has gone completely remote over the course of the pandemic. So it's like a, a multi-million dollar media corporation. Um, at least in Canada, it's, it's completely remote. But like literally the first 12 hours of its, uh, its workday are just run by like five different people out of their home offices and bedrooms. And, like, you, you, you see the same sorts of stuff out of, like, the hosts that you see out of, like, streamers. Like, sometimes the host will, like, ask the guest a question and then their eyes will just wander back to their monitor. And you're like, they're probably, like, looking at their Gmail right now. <laughs> and, like, I, I think it's to my own detriment because there's probably some good advice being handed out. Um, but instead, I'm just like, man, this guy is, like... I bet he's got to go to the bathroom. I've been there. Production won't let you go to the bathroom because, you know, you overran your last segment by 45 seconds. Now you got to hold it for two hours. It is weird. But again, that's just what I'm saying is like, I, I don't think most people look for that kind of stuff. I think they just go, please change the channel. I don't want to watch any more Bloomberg news. And I'm like, but the, the Hang Seng just opened up. I got to see how Hong Kong futures are reacting. It's a very great run, though. It's a good way to start my day. It is a little bit of a later start for me. Sometimes the baby is like a nice sleepy baby in the morning. I'm on morning duty, you know, let's say from like 6 a.m. to about 9 most times. Then I will 
pass the baby off to Kate. And it's it's not like, oh, I'm sick of this baby. It's more like, uh, like I feed the baby once from the bottle in the morning. Um, like right when we both wake up, which is really when she wakes up. <laughs> the baby that is, not Kate. Um, and then the next, I, I'm on baby duty until she gets hungry again. Because, you know, you're like, she she wants to nurse. She does. She doesn't want. Just want that synthetic bottle nonstop. So, um, some mornings takes the first bottle, takes a little nap. It's very nice, and I get basically. I know I keep using this term. Basically, I get to steal a little valor, right? I feed the baby for ten minutes. I burp her. We do a little like speech lesson. Oh, oh, ah, gugwa. You know, we just repeat the same phrases at each other over and over. Um, she seems to enjoy it. I don't really get that much out of it. <laughs> I'm joking, but it sounded really mean. You can't joke about that. I, okay, I'm bald. There we go. We're even. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, and then, like, you know, later on in the day, I get to be like, ooh, I'm so tired after looking after the baby for, like, three hours. And really, all I did was, like, you know, refresh Twitter on my phone and then make sure she kept breathing. This morning was not like that. Like, she took the bottle... She napped for like 15 seconds and then she cried for two and a half hours. So she's in a phase right now where like the only way to stop her from crying is to walk around with her on your shoulder. Uh, and she like you might be like, well, what if you sit down and have her on your shoulder? No, that's unacceptable. Apparently causes her great spiritual anguish. Um, she does not accept that as a viable alternative. Only walking <laughs> is is acceptable so uh arms very sore after like I, I admittedly haven't been working out as much as i should have over the pandemic and the whole you know birth situation um back and arms very sore that's okay you know it's you, it's it's not the cost of doing business it's literally the business of doing the business if raising a child was easy they wouldn't make TLC shows about these families that have, like, 17 kids, right? They would just call that, like, you know, Facebook. <laughs> I don't know, that joke doesn't even make sense, really, but... But the punchline is Facebook, so everybody can laugh without uh, feeling guilty. By the way, this will probably be slower than just finishing the fight against Mega Satan, but I actually feel like I'm doing something. It's not Like, you never necessarily want to rush down the run as quickly as possible. You want to have the finish to the run that's the most fun, right? Like, nobody is like, oh, I'm specifically for a, looking for a movie that's 15 minutes long. Most of the time, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm hoping to watch a movie that feels like it's, like, at a breakneck pace, even if it takes me six hours in the theater. Maybe not. I don't know. It's the same with Isaac, you know? It's not about finishing the run quickly, unless you're going for speedrun strats. It's about, uh... It's about having fun while you're doing it. 